Welcome, welcome, welcome. Our guest is a formation scientist, motivational speaker, author, and certified life coach. She has taught at many teen leadership programs, church events, and research symposiums, all springing from her passion to help individuals answer the question, when God created me, what has God called me to do? Her book, The Diamond, on formation, how to survive and thrive in tough times is a story that correlates God's destiny from our lives with the growth stages of a diamond. When she is not ministering, she is a senior formation scientist in the cosmetic industry in Massachusetts. She also serves as the district leader for women ministries in the New England region. Welcome our guest, Trilogy Christian Publishing author, Dr. Crystal S. Lewis. How you doing, Crystal? Oh, I am doing well. Thank you so much for having me. I feel so blessed to be here, T. Dana. And I'm just here to share my story. Awesome. 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 What I would like you to do, because I didn't do it at the beginning, would you pray us in? So, and then we're going to go right into the questions, because I want people to hear your prayer, hear your voice, to let them know who you are and what you believe. Okay. Absolutely. Father in heaven, Lord, we come before you now asking that your Holy Spirit would just have thine own way. It is not about me. It's not about any of us. It is all about you in our lives. And so, Lord, Spirit of the living God, fall afresh in this moment. I pray that you will have thine own way like never before, dear God. There are people that are struggling in the midst of a pandemic. There are people with questions and doubts and fears and frustrations. And so, Lord, I pray that in this moment, in this time, Lord, that we'll be able to speak to that, Father. But we can only do that through your Holy Spirit. So, Lord, have thine own way. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 So welcome again. And we're going to go right into the questions. All right. So what our readers really want to know, the name of your book is called The Diamond Formation. Tell us why you named the book The Diamond Formation. So that's a very interesting question. And actually, I've never been asked that question before. One of the reasons why I named it the Diamond Formation is I was in graduate school and I was working on um, what we call nanocrystals. So a part of that family or a category underneath um, nanocrystals is a diamond. And so with working with um, these materials, I would see how I would have to put them in the oven at extremely high temperatures and pressures um, Mm. over 24. 48 hours and I would see what the product looked like at the end and so going through that in graduate school I do believe that God was showing me what he was trying to do in my life um, um, that was pretty much how the the story or the the title came to to be is really God um, putting me in a research area where I was forced to see um, what the process stages or crystals or diamonds have to go through. 
Well, that is awesome. That is awesome. So what actually attracted you to this type of story? You just said that it was because you saw God um, taking you through this process with the diamond formation. But why now? Why did you allow this story to come out now? Yeah, so <laughs> it's really interesting because I think for me, um, I never intended to write a book. Ah. <laughs> I actually had no idea that this was going to happen. I just remember waking up three, four o'clock in the morning um, and not being able to sleep. You know how it is. You'll read your word, you'll pray, you'll do all yeah. these things and you're still not finding rest. And yeah. ultimately, I... Um, realize in my spirit from listening to sermons I kept hearing write the book write the book and in my mind I'm like okay I want to write the book but I don't even know what to say you know right. what to even talk about and it wasn't until God was really revealing that there was some healing that I needed to do from my mm. experience mm. and for me the healing came by writing my story Awesome. 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 And I think we all go through that healing process, especially when we start writing. I think writing is therapeutic in itself. Yeah. But let's move on. How long did it take you to manifest the idea of writing this book into actually um, becoming a book? It actually didn't take that long. Um, it took about nine months in total from conception of the title and what I want to speak about to actually having the physical copy in my hand. And I can't attribute the, any of that to myself, but only to God really helping me through. I had mentors that helped me to figure out an outline and all of those things. It was really a blessing to see how when God has a purpose and a plan, he brings people into your life. Yes, and yes. with the Trilogy Publishing Company, I saw them on Facebook. It was one of those times where I was up three, four o'clock in the morning and I, I saw it on Facebook and I said, okay, Lord, I'll just send it in. And, you know, if they like it, they like it. If they don't, that's fine. God opened the door, you know, and I think that's one thing I do want to share with everyone is when God has a purpose, he opens doors. Mama. He yes, opens he does. Doors that no man can <laughs> like, oh, oh, into it and just like, oh, OK, this was your plan all along, Jesus. You know, um, so it didn't take very long. I think with God. He's he's supernatural. What yeah. we think will take forever. He he makes it happen in less time. My goodness, my goodness. Okay. If you had to choose one chapter in your book, what is your favorite chapter within that book and why? So, T. Dana, I have to say it has to be chapter four, um, which okay. is the processing stage of a diamond. And um, I have to say, I've never been asked that question. But it's my favorite because it was actually when I was at my darkest. It okay. was the time where I was nothing was working in my research, though I was working so hard. Mm. It was a time where um, I was getting pressure from my advisors. It was a moment in time where I actually struggled with suicidal thoughts. So it was really a time that was really dark for me and you may wonder well why is that your favorite chapter for me it was it is my favorite chapter because it shows how much god will take you at your lowest 
and bring you to a place that you never would have imagined. Wow. And I think that's the the gift of who God is, you know, yes. especially right now in a pandemic. I know people are saying I'm at my lowest. Even before the pandemic, I was at my lowest. And now this mm. is the lowest of the low. And I just really hope that this book will be an encouragement that God is truly here to show you how amazing he is. Mm. So that's the, the processing stage of a diamond, the, the time where the diamond goes through the most pressure and high temperatures and heat of all kinds, crushed. You know, that is really my favorite chapter. That is awesome. That's awesome. And, you know, I, I know we're going through the COVID-19, this pandemic and this dispensation of time. Um, and I look at, I try to see where are you, God, in this time frame. And while I am looking at this time frame, I see that God is allowing people to forgive each other. They're coming back to each other. They're, they're saying, listen, we see that life is bigger than these things. Mm-hmm. All, uh, you see a lot of celebrities doing the same thing. But yeah. I thank you for sharing that information, sharing your story. All right. The next question is, can you unfold those nuggets, those principles? You just was talking about stages. Can you unfold those nuggets, those principles that govern your book for people to become a diamond? Yeah, um, I could go through all the stages, but when I thought about all the stages, one of the lines or one of the the principles that seems to be laced throughout uh, the book is really that there is a purpose for your pain. Uh, that many times we think, why is this happening to me? And we're not realizing that it's also not only to minister to yourself five years in advance, but also to really be a light to those who are going through the exact same thing. Um, I know that for me, if you would have told me five years ago, I would have needed to write a book in order to heal from what I went through, the trauma, to forgive the individuals that I felt hurt me and didn't have their, you know, their best for me. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't, I would have said, okay, you're crazy. <laughs> but okay. now I'm seeing that not only was it to heal me, but also to give perspective to other individuals and people. There've been so many people that come up to me and say, this is what I needed to hear. It was as mm-hmm. they were saying my story. And that's when I realized that, the pain that you go through is not just for you. It's for the liberation of other people. My, 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 what you preaching right now, but <laughs> you are absolutely right. All right. Let's go to the next question. According to your book, you experience a deep degree of, of hopelessness mm-hmm. during your academic journey. Okay. It appears that your worldview was different than the worldview you have now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, my question to you, can you explain to us the difference between the worldview you had when you were in college from the worldview you have now? Yeah, I think for me, it was mostly the fact that before um, I went into graduate school, I believed that good things happen to good people. Okay. If you were a good person, if you did Um, what you needed to do if you were respectful, if you did all of these good things, that good things would follow you. And there is some truth to that, right? When you follow the rules, you don't suffer the consequences. You know, if you abide by the law, if you're a law-abiding citizen, um, you typically don't get into anything with the law, the police officers, lawyers, you you know? Right. Right. Um, It works to an extent. However, 
with that, there's some things that he sees in us that he needs to bring to the forefront. And I think with having a Christian life, many times we don't like to to preach the take up your cross and follow me. You know, we yeah. want of the um, God will do exceedingly and abundantly beyond what we ask or think. And it's true, He really is. But sometimes it requires us to take our cross, Mama, in order for that to happen. So I think for me. Um, one of the things I learned, like my philosophy in life changed because I went from, okay, good things only happen to good people to there's a purpose, even in the negative experiences that I have, mm. and I feel some positive, there's still a new perspective that I can glean from it. I've become a better person. I've become a stronger person, even in my, my new jobs that I would have after graduate school. I could handle the pressure because I had been through so much more pressure. Mm. There's some things that God sees in our future that he's like, okay, I need you to be able to withstand what people say. I need you to be able to continue working, even though you don't feel motivated. Mm. And these are things and lessons that will help you in every job that you see um, with other people that you'll come into contact with. It's truly to prune you. And I think, before, I didn't think that at all. I didn't think okay. that people at all. Yes, um, ma'am. But in that sense, my perspective has changed. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, you said a lot there, and you're absolutely right. I think that the principles that God put in place, like sow and reap, whatever you sow, you're going to reap. That's just a principle. But we overlook the fact it's by his grace that we're saved through faith. So it's not necessarily, it's not our works. It's not what we do. It's not how, what we say or what we don't say. He died because he loved us. And I appreciate that, what you just said. Okay. So let's move on. Uh, the next question I have for you, every person watching and listening have had challenges or have been challenged in our faith. Help us to understand how you transformed into the diamond you are today and how you overcame those challenges that tried to hinder you through the process. Yeah, so that's, T. Dana, when I say you have been bringing the questions, I love it because it really gave me an opportunity to take a step back yeah. and to really look through my life. And I, I realized that I would say I'm still a diamond in process. Mama. Okay. Many times when we go through the, the diamond stages and there's five of them, um, I've seen in my life that I, I repeat it all over again, that I start mm. back in stage one and I got to, you know, go through because every experience, every job that I have has really put me in that place where I've had to grow. I've had to go through the pressure. I've had to meet deadlines and, you know, in a way, it's just God is consistently refining. Mm, mm. And so I would say I'm still a diamond in process. I don't think I've arrived. I don't think I ever will arrive until I see his face when he bursts through the cloud. Uh, uh, <laughs> and, you know, what a day that will be. But I think for those that are going through their challenges, their doubts, their frustrations, I know of people who are no longer interested in the job that they have. Mm -hmm. I know that there are people who are going through financial difficulties and had financial difficulties pre-pandemic. Yes, yes. It hasn't been any easier. And I know that there could be someone that's saying, I'm praying. Mm -hmm. I am studying the word. I'm doing what I need to do to stay connected because this, yes. at this point, this is all I've got. 
Mm. I think my encouragement for that time is that sometimes I wish I could say that there was, you know, after the praying, after the studying the word, at some point, we just got to be still. My Lord. We just have to go through it, go through the brunt. Like, though he slays me, yet will yep. I trust him? My, my, my. Even when I go through the toughest moments, knowing that God is right by our side. If I could go back into my life mm. and see, even though I couldn't feel the presence of God, mm. looking back, I know that God was with me. Because mm. if it wasn't for that, I would have taken my own life and we wouldn't even be having this conversation today. No, we didn't. So, oh. my, my encouragement is that sometimes it, it's not easy. <sighs> I am not saying it's easy to be still. I am, you know, one of my character flaws is I'm impatient. <laughs> and so to be still for me drives me crazy. So I understand for anyone that's like, be still, why? <laughs> I completely get it. But that's the only thing that will help you to get through knowing that at some point when it's at its darkest God will come through I don't care what it is if God's telling you to quit your job God will come through because the truth of the matter is he is the source of your resources yes he is come through if he is telling you that you need to make a shift and go to another state mm. God will provide Yes. No matter what it is, I assure you, I can't tell you when he's going to provide. Mm. That's up to him. But I can assure <laughs> you that he will provide. And mm. so going through that diamond stage, really, it's just sitting in the assurance that what God is going to do at the end of it. Yeah. When he says all things work together for our good, my it really means that we have no idea what that good is. Like, we think we know yeah. what the end goal will be. And God's like, no, I have so much better in mind. So much more, right? Yeah. So more that sitting in it and just being honest with God. I think in my book, I really create moments in time where you can sit down with God and have true, vulnerable, honest conversations with him. That is awesome. Dr. Crystal, that was awesome. And one thing I want to do, let me bring up this banner so they can see who we are actually, who I'm actually talking to while we continue. But that is awesome. Um, you have said a mouthful, but I'm going to continue. The next question I have for you is what kind, what can every person watching and listening to this interview expect to receive from your book? Yeah, I would say um, strategies and tools on how to really deal with difficult times. I speak about um, therapy. I speak about um, some of the lessons that I learned along my journey and also tools on how to have honest conversations with God. I think sometimes we haven't really been taught how to just be ourselves with God. Okay. And that was one of the things that I made very clear to God in my relationship with him. I was like, at the end of the day, I want you to say that you know me, mm. that you know everything about me. So any frustration that I have felt, I've always, I keep a journal. And um, so I actually, in my book, I go through questions to ask yourself with your journal, questions to ask God. 
um, yeah. in your journal. And it really, really helps to not only release all of the emotions that we feel, because many times when we're going through doubts and frustrations, it really gets stuck in our body. And we can be bitter, we can become um, hard-hearted, numb. All of these things tend to happen because we hold all of these emotions inside. So having the opportunity to write those questions down to God um, and listening for the answer. And sometimes the answer doesn't come, but the peace comes. Yes. So um, I think these are some of the strategies and tools that they will learn. And hopefully in seeing my difficulties and all that I went through, that'll also give them encouragement that there's always light at the end of the tunnel. My goodness, always light at the end of the tunnel. All right. So the next question is, why is forming into a diamond so important for Christians to become? Yeah. So in Matthew, we it talks about, um, I believe it's Matthew 5, 14. It says we are the light of the world. Yes, we are. And um, if you know anything about a diamond, what it does is it refracts light extremely well. Hmm. And so... God has really called us to be a multiplier for his light. Yes. It is truly, we are representatives for him on earth. We look at what we're going through today. And if there was ever a time that we needed God today, my it, my. Is, it is truly now. <laughs> yes, um, there's so much going on and people are in such need of love yeah. at this time that um, it is so important for us to be a diamond so that we can continue to spread God's light to the ends of the earth that is our that is truly when we think about our purpose in life that is our ultimate purpose in life to really spread his light for his glory not even our own about us it's truly about him and what he's doing in our lives and we have to share it i think sometimes we're we're a little possessive with god like oh he's just for me and it's like he's for you but he's also for the entire world too you're absolutely right. That really is, for me, um, I really believe that that's the main reason why we have to work at it. And it's something that um, the Holy Spirit works through us with. There are some yes. things within us that block us from being able to properly spread that light. And it could mm. be the bitterness that we've gone through in the past that yeah. helped us not to love each other as much as we would. Sometimes there have been experiences that we've had that keeps us from trusting people and, and being welcoming of new people in our lives. And these are some things that the Holy Spirit is trying to etch out of us so that we can continue and actually move and reflect God the way that we need to. My Lord, my Lord, when you said the trust part, that's something I always taught that trust is earned, it's not given. Mm -hmm. um, but actually, my wife, she's upfront giving of trust. I can't do that. I'm sorry. I, it's we, hard. <laughs> you have to show me something before I can actually give you my trust. Yeah. But from her perspective, everyone deserves an opportunity. Everyone deserves. But when she sees something in you, then now she's going to backtrack. And exactly. then exactly. you're not going to be able to get there. See, I would already have saw that already. Do you exactly. understand what I'm saying? So, um, but I appreciate what you just said. Well, there you have it. Trilogy Christian publishing author, Dr. Krista S. Lewis. Her book is called The Diamond Formation, and you can purchase it on Amazon. 
Dr. Crystal, if you don't mind, can you pray for the people who are watching and watching and listening to this interview or going to watch and listen to this interview who is struggling to become diamonds? Absolutely. Absolutely. Father in heaven, we just come before you. Lord, there are so many people that are going through so many things in this pandemic. There are individuals who have lost loved ones and are going through grief alone. There are individuals who are feeling unfulfilled in their jobs. There are individuals who are going through financial difficulties at this very, very moment. There are people who are, are striving to stay healthy and they may not even have health insurance, but God, we come for you right now. Whatever the situation may be in someone's life, it could be a single woman who is tired of being quarantined all by herself. Whatever the issue, the issue or the situation may be, God, we bring it before you right now. God, there is something in the midst of our difficulties, God, that you're trying desperately to show us, oh Lord. And so, God, we open our hearts right now to allow you to enter the space that needs to be changed, to enter into the space and the perspective of our minds that need to be shifted. We pray, God, in a special way that, Lord, you will show us that you are God. I pray, Father, that even in this time, you are giving lessons and strategies and tools to each individual under the sound of our voices, oh God, that you would grant them your Holy Spirit, grant them peace that surpasses all understanding. I pray that they will know that even though they go through the fire and the flames, you are with them. That even when they go through the pressure of what seems unbearable, that you are still with them, that even as they walk through the valley of the shadow of death, God, you are with them. And so, Father, I pray that we will rest in that assurance that no matter what we go through, even though we may not be able to feel your presence, that you are there. Even when your son had asked, Father, why have you forsaken me? It is my belief that you covered yourself in clouds and you were still with your son. That is the unfailing, unmatchable love that you have for your children. And so, God, I pray, Lord, that even now, even now that you are giving a peace to surround their bodies, their vessels, to surround their homes. There are probably individuals going through abuse of all kinds as they are quarantined. Oh God, I am praying, Father, that you will be Lord of their household, that you will be their provider and their protector, that you would give them the strength to do what they need to do for their lives, oh God. God, I thank you that you are a miracle worker. I thank you that even in the midst of this pandemic, you are showing us the gift of life. And I pray, Father, that we will use the breath of life that we have been given, Father, for your glory now and forevermore. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen and amen. Well, it's been a pleasure, Dr. Crystal, for in this interview. I thank you again for accepting my invitation. You are so lovely in your um, in, in your presentation, and I appreciate you and all that you have done for the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
All right. Well, I want to thank our viewers um, for being a part of the TCPAG video um, podcast for We Write by Faith and Not by Sight. Shalom. It is obvious to me